Hey guys, Connie here from the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. I wanted to drop in and give you an exciting update. September 11th, 2020, we are going to have a special guest on the podcast, Miranda Jo Davis. Miranda Jo is a Christian yoga, Pilates, and meditation expert. She has over 20 years experience in this industry. She is also a best-selling author and an award-winning freelance writer. Miranda uses God's Word to speak truth on a variety of modern-day topics. She specializes in Christian meditation and helping women utilize the spiritual discipline as a pathway to peace, purpose, and abundance. In ministry, Miranda is a biblical counselor, and she enjoys mentoring couples with her husband, Eric. They have two school-age boys together, and they enjoy the outdoors, traveling, and playing the game of badminton. This is going to be great, guys. Miranda Joe is going to be on the podcast September 11th, and she is giving away her free 10-minute guided Christian meditations. Just head over to the YouTube channel and go to youtube.com forward slash user forward slash one perfect fit forward slash featured. Also, follow Miranda on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Christian girl in the yoga world and on Instagram at Instagram forward slash Miranda Joe Davis. And you can buy her book on Amazon at Christian girl yoga world in the Amazon search bar. Now, let me tell you this book that Miranda has written on yoga is the only book out there currently that is like this. She is going to discuss in depth and speaking with biblical truth and authority on how yoga can be something that Christians use and in ways that does not detour us from our faith or lead us down dark pathways. So you definitely want to get your hands on this book and it's for anyone. If you have never done yoga before, or if you are a seasoned expert in the area. Miranda has an incredible, uh, fresh perspective to add on the topics of yoga, Pilates, and meditation. So I highly suggest that you give it a read. Remember, pop back in September 11th, where Miranda Jo Davis will be our special guest. Thanks. Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Today, I'm going to be addressing the topic of waiting on God. So, waiting on God is a tricky thing. Do you have a request or a need or a dream or a word from God that you are currently waiting on for fulfillment? Me too. It's really, really hard to wait. I want you to consider today that your ability to wait is directly connected to your belief or your lack of a belief that God cares. Okay, so I want to start with a little bit of scripture I've been studying. I'm personally in a great season of waiting right now. I'm waiting on a lot of things and it's really, really hard to remain faithful and it's really really hard to retain hope when we are are um, in a season of waiting because seasons of waiting can look so dreary 
and um, it gets really, really easy to doubt and to fall back on our old ways of thinking, if you will. So I've been studying in uh, Genesis here and Genesis chapter 24, I'm going to focus on one verse and the verse I'm going to focus on is Genesis 24 verse 21 and it says this, the man stood gazing at her in silence, waiting to know if the Lord had made his trip prosperous. I'm going to read it one more time. The man stood gazing at her in silence waiting to know if the Lord had made his trip prosperous. Okay, a tiny bit of backstory. This is surrounding Abraham and his son Isaac and Abraham's servant, uh, Eliezer. And so Abraham needed a wife for his son Isaac. He was getting ready to die. And he brought in his faithful servant, Eliezer, and they went into covenant together, and Abraham uh, asked Eliezer to go back to, I believe it was Mesopotamia, to find Isaac a wife. He did not want Isaac to have a wife um, that was in the line of a Canaanite or another um, nationality that was known for their idolatry and their sin against the Lord. So he wanted to be assured that Isaac was going to marry into um, a race of people that honored God and followed God because Abraham wanted the promise and the provision that God had made to him to be fulfilled in the next generation. And so he needed to make sure that Isaac married someone that would love God and that their children would be born into a race of people that honored God and loved God and didn't turn away from God. And so Eleazar um, is 85 years old at this time, my Bible says, and he goes into covenant with Abraham to take this journey. And this journey is 450 miles. And this is back when there were no cars, there were no quick modes of transportation. And not only that, my Bible makes it pretty plain that this servant just kind of felt like this was a pie in the sky kind of uh, expedition. He just didn't really know. But he agrees to do it. And so this verse that I read the man stood gazing at her in silence to know if the Lord had made his trip prosperous is once this servant gets all the way to where he needs to be. There is this chain of events that Abraham said would happen. And so this guy is kind of amazed as he is standing there and he is watching how Abraham's faithfulness to God was honored and it was honored even after Abraham can't make the journey himself and after this guy doubted that it would happen. And so I want to focus in on a few key points. The man stood gazing. I want to stop there. When we are called to wait, that literally means that we are just supposed to wait I know, right? It's really hard to, to grasp that because we want to get moving and we want to do stuff and we want to make things happen. But when God calls us to wait, he has a purpose and a plan. 
And sometimes we are called to just stand and wait. And gazing, I think, is interesting because to me, when you look at something, if you're if you say they looked that direction or they saw that implies to me kind of a quick passing over. You see something and you move on to the next thing. We see a lot of people every day. We see a lot of things. But do we stop and gaze? So this guy is standing, but he is intentionally gazing. He is taking note of what's happening. And what he is seeing is that he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to wait. He didn't want to travel. He thought it was, like I said, a pie in the sky expedition that was most likely not going to come to anything. But he is standing there gazing after somewhat begrudgingly taking this 450 mile journey with camels at how the very words that Abraham claimed would happen through the faith that he had in God are unfolding. And he is taking note of that. He is letting that enter into the core of his being and strengthen him. Okay, so the next thing it says is he stood gazing at her in silence. So silence is the next key piece of this verse that I want to address. When God calls us to wait, sometimes it's good to do it in silence. Like, don't add to anything. Don't take away from anything. Just reverently be present in the situation that God has given you. Subtract your opinions and your desires and your emotions from the situation and just silently be present as you look about you for ways that the Lord is moving on your situation and on behalf of you. Because I have noticed in my life that when I am in a season of waiting, the problem is not that God isn't moving. And the problem is not that there aren't signs and signals and encouragements along the way. It's that I don't like to wait and I get in the way of that. And I hinder my own progress and my own belief in God because I get focused on I don't want to wait. But when we are silent and we stop and we look intentionally to see the Lord, we are going to see little lights along our path, little evidences that he cares, little evidences that he is moving and working. Okay, the next thing that I want to focus on in this verse is it says he stood gazing at her in silence, waiting to know. Okay, so he was standing He was gazing, intentionally looking, and he was being quiet. He wasn't adding to or taking away from the word of the Lord. And he was waiting to know. So not only was he waiting for the situation to be worked out, but he was waiting to know if God was actually faithful. And as he was quiet, and as he intentionally looked about him, this Situation not only brought to fulfillment the promise of the wife that that Abraham believed God would give to his son Isaac so that his generation of children moving forward would remain faithful to God. But it was a a personal, a personal journey, a personal victory in the aspect of faith 
Because this man, as it happened for the children that would not be in this moment experiencing this, it was happening personally for Eliezer. Eliezer was learning in in a real and powerful way that God is faithful. And when we wait on him, we receive the best he has to offer. That's pretty incredible. I've talked a lot about when we get the yes that we're wanting, that that's it. We get we get what we wanted. But when we wait on God or when we get the no and then we go into a season of waiting, then we have the opportunity to not only at some point get a physical blessing, but to get more of a spiritual eye-opening revelation from Almighty God himself. What a gift. So the last thing I want to focus on in this verse is it says the man stood gazing at her in silence, waiting to know if the Lord had made his trip prosperous. So prosperous is the last thing that I want to focus on. After everything was said and done, in my opinion, the true definition of prosperous comes to fruition because prosperous is not just physically having the stuff or the thing that we want. It's having the godly character instilled in us. It's having the knowledge of God become a little bit more real to us. So prosperous, when we are truly prosperous in the Lord, it is not devoid of the physical, but it is not only the physical. It is the physical and the spiritual prospering of our lives. And so I'm going to stop right there for today. Um, I wanted to try to keep it a little bit shorter because I feel like that's easier for you guys to kind of fit into your day. Drop me a comment, share the podcast. Um, I really appreciate it. Go over to the blog at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings and um, leave me your prayer requests or questions you have about getting to know the God that I know about salvation. Um, And then next week, I will come back to this with part two of Waiting on God. Thanks, guys. You are a blessing to me. Have a great week.